I said to Rose, and she was so mean about it at first, but now she totally gets it. What? We were sat in bed, and so I went, Rose, how shall I have my hair for the birth? <laughs> Hi, I'm Rose, and this is my wife, Rosie. Hi. We're expecting our first baby in the summer of 21. Rosie's carrying the baby. I am. And I'm carrying the weight of her mood swings. Hey! So if you're new, make sure you catch up with the last season to hear all about how we got here and tune in every week to hear us gradually get more and more terrified of giving birth to a whole new responsibility. Good luck us! To join in the conversation, use the hashtag RoseandRosiePG. You're listening to Rose and Rosie Parental Guidance, a Spotify original podcast. Hi, and welcome back. So, another week's gone by, Rosie. How are you feeling? You're complaining a lot more, I've noticed. Yeah, I think I've reached peak stage of pregnancy where it's all getting a bit shit, if Mate, I'm honest. no offence, you've got three months to go. Uh, yeah, don't no offence me, okay? It's <laughs> awful. So, basically, I turned 27 weeks last Friday, so I'm nearly 28 weeks. So, I'm in my third trimester now. How has that gone so by so yeah, quickly? Which is crazy. And the moment I went into my third trimester the acid reflux came. It literally feels like I've never had it before. And literally, I can't lie down because it feels like volcanic acid. Yeah, magma comes up my throat and pours into my brain. And so the other day, I couldn't sleep um, and I had to try and fall asleep sitting up. And then I woke up in the night and saw myself sitting up um, in the mirror. It was like I was dead. Yeah, it was horrible. Um, So I can't sleep. Also, my legs have started killing only in bed. So they're fine all day. Like They don't hurt. And then when I lie down, they just kill. I can't stretch them out. I don't know if it's kind of restless leg. I don't know whether it's it's like pressure from my womb. I don't know what it is. Can I ask you a question? Do you think I'm really sympathetic with your complaining as your as, <laughs> as your, no, as your so partner? Um, basically, I've got the sneaking suspicion that even though I I totally appreciate that Rosie's really going through it, I've got the sneaking suspicion that you might be exaggerating slightly. Right. Rosie's when obsessed it, with people on, milking no, it. Hold on. When it comes to putting your shoes on and also, no, Rosie, I you I can't put the, my shoes on. No, hold on. That's a real thing. No. I can't bend down. I have right. to sit on a chair to put my shoes. Honest, the first thing I read about pregnancy is it was like when you go to hospital take flip-flops because you can't put your shoes on and your mm. feet swell up and I was like that's great because I'm um, giving birth in the summer so yeah, flip-flops are great the other day you were like Rose I've sat on the floor I think I was in the office and you came to watch something and you sat on the floor and I left the office and you were like um hello and I was like yeah, what you left me on the floor. and you were like if you leave me here I won't be able to get up but I was like I think that's bullshit so I made you do it <laughs> Look, I can get up, but it's really, it's, I have to, like, oh, it's such a hassle. Rosie, no offense, Why right. don't you just lift up your wife? First of all, Rosie, why I am do. I sitting on the floor? Right. Give me your seat. I always give you my seat. I don't not know, that time. You... Right, okay, not that time. But you did get up and you did it in two moves, and I was like, oh, so you can do it. Cool. Okay, right, you know what? <laughs> if you're going to make me and our child crawl from the floor <laughs> because you can't, like, offer me your hand. That's not fair. I do everything around then here. Then you're not coming to the birth. Goodbye. <laughs> Speaking of the birth, it's getting closer and we're having lots of antenatal classes at the moment. And yes, we've learned oh, right. Can I just say, I went into these antenatal classes originally thinking, right, I know nothing. Then I was like, actually, I know way more than I thought. Until last night's class where they were like, yeah, don't hold a baby, like the cradle it, like the, the way that you always see people holding a baby. The way children hold a baby doll. They're yeah. like, that's not how you hold a baby. And, and we were like, like shit, what? what? How the hell do you hold a baby? And apparently you're supposed to have it like so that heads up. So it's and upright, it's like, against like your chest. So it's like more, yeah, more vertical. But I, I never knew that before. She I'm was like, like, babies don't like being held 
like that way, you know. <laughs> You know, yeah. how, how children hold a baby doll. How you'd rock like, a baby. I was like, right. And then she was like, yeah, and, and, and when your baby's born, always dress it in two layers, whether it's summer or winter. And I was like... Even if it's a heat wave. And I was like, right. And we were like, oh, because our baby's due end of June. And last year, there was this crazy heat wave and we got our puppy Woody. And I was like, Woody's going to die because yeah, it was we so hot. He, was he wouldn't. Die. Yeah, he, we were just, I was like, he's dead. He's, he wouldn't drink. I kept putting water by him. The water was going warm. Yeah, we were like, what's your you problem? Know? We got him a cool mat. He wouldn't sleep on it. It was crazy and yeah. I was like oh he, I can't keep him alive it's too hot I remember we had four fans in our living room <laughs> and it wasn't making a difference blowing hot air in our face I was like yeah. I'm actually hotter from the fan and at one point this was how crazy the heat wave was at one point it did rain right and I went outside <laughs> and walked for ages in the rain like um wearing like basically nothing like, like a, a music video yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I loved it I was like I can feel the cold again um but yeah long story short basically we're like oh my god our baby's during the summer and so I we've would. got loads of tiny vests, yeah, didn't we? Tiny little vests. We were like, we don't want it to overheat because that's terrible. flip-flops. But the midwife was like, um, no, even if your baby's born on the hottest day, like even if your baby was born on the equator, she was like, you have to put um, several, like two, three layers on it. So this episode's going to be all about parenting tips, your questions. Um, we've been looking on the Rose and Rosie PG hashtag mm-hmm. and seeing what you have to say. I've had people DMing me, but I just wanted to say that it's a real fine line being online, right? I feel like you're angry about something. <laughs> because on the one hand, you've got this amazing access that maybe other people don't have. You've got an even bigger community, a support group. Right. So I think if we go through something difficult, which we have in this right. journey, right. I, I felt so supported, so comforted. I did. People have helped us it so much. It was very much. therapeutic for me to be able to share with people who genuinely cared and offered so much support. Yeah, it is like having an extended family. On the other hand, <laughs> having an extended family can be frustrating because people... Who likes their family? Right, exactly, you know what I mean? because family can be annoying, right? Um, and, 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 you know, you love each other, but, you know, people are also annoying. <laughs> And um, I think because, you know, we share so much of ourselves and look, maybe it's our fault. We have low boundaries in that we very much share everything with people. I feel like it is your fault. Then then people, um, maybe without meaning to, can can overstep the mark. Let's talk about it. So so this is what's interesting. We knew that um, having a baby and sharing it on podcast, online, we knew that we would get like annoying, unsolicited advice. We knew that would happen. I've seen it happen to other YouTubers. For example, the classic, I see this all the time. I've seen um, new mums to be uh, doing a nursery tour and they've got a crib with stuff in it like just decoration just to make it look nice just yeah. the pure and aesthetic. then everyone goes uh, you can't put any blankets or soft toys it will kill the baby you can't put it in the crib oh and the mum's gone God. yeah I know I know that I know the basics like I'm having a baby I've done my research you know shut this up just for a photo but, chill the fuck right, out people I, I don't know what it is but people feel the need to you know chime in with their opinion it can be annoying fine we knew that would happen but what I didn't know is that people would argue with me about things. And the biggest one, I'm going to go in with the biggest, biggest one here, is we've shared this journey. I came on the podcast and said when I got inseminated, and then I said, yeah, you know what? 12 weeks later, I said, I am pregnant. That time I said I was... Oh my ins- God, this one really yeah. grinds your gears, this isn't is, it? This is insane. So I said, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pregnant. Um, and then I said, my due date's this, 25th June, that's the due date. And someone said, and they weren't being mean, like, I don't think this person is a horrible person. But someone said, Rosie, I actually 
went on my calendar and counted from when you got inseminated to your due date and you've got it wrong. And your baby's not due end of June. It's due in the middle of July. And you're not even but, pregnant. But what's crazy about that is, in fairness to them, it's because of the stupid way that pregnancy has worked out. Yeah. So they call you four weeks pregnant when you're two weeks pregnant. It's stupid. It is stupid. So I get it. That girl was just trying to be helpful. But what's crazy is I'm literally going to be 31. I'm going to have a baby. We're, we're going to parent and people don't trust me right to know when my baby's due or my doctor or my midwife they don't like I'd had my 12 week scan where I announced so I'd obviously seen multiple doctors and midwives right and this person just in case I was wrong went on their calendar and they counted and then like Rosie Rosie you're so stupid yeah and it's like but, but like, well, I can't believe it. Why did they feel the need to count? Like, if someone online was like, oh, my due date's this, I wouldn't be like, right, so I thing, better right? check up because they're probably wrong. Yeah, right? let, let, me, let me explain why I think this has happened. I think if it was me and I was pregnant and carrying, I don't think anyone would question me. And I think the is reason... Is I'm bad at maths? Yeah, I think, honestly, I think that's why it is. I think, basically, online, obviously, we have an ongoing joke that you're terrible at maths because that's the truth. You are awful I am maths, terrible. Right? I failed my, I failed just, my maths. Just I did retake it. And half. I think because you, maybe we play on it sometimes, it gives people the opportunity to be like, oh, silly Rosie. Silly Rosie's got it wrong. But what about my doctors? I'd had a 12-week scan. Like, they, they... I know, I know. And also, I'm not being rude, but um, um, working out your due date is so easy because they've got online calculators. So if you just put in when you got pregnant... But um, I think that's why. I think people overstep their boundaries with you, especially, just because you're silly baby Bobby Rosie on YouTube, right. you know? Well, it's interesting you say this, because I've been getting a lot of stuff that no one's been saying to you. Right? Go on. So we haven't um, spoken about the gender online. We haven't said if if we know the gender. We haven't said what the gender is. Well, it's not a big deal. I'm saying gender because people are, uh, people call it gender. The sex of the baby. Yeah. But people keep saying to me, you've revealed the gender. So that's why I'm, I'm using the word gender. But what's interesting about that is, I noticed after a while first of all no other YouTubers there are other YouTubers who are pregnant right now who haven't revealed their gender of the baby and no one's been like oh you accidentally revealed it but also no one's doing it to you Rose no one only no. me so I have an <laughs> album in my phone of people who've messaged me being like oh like for example the last one said oh I don't know if you've um, announced what sex baby you're having but on this morning's podcast I heard you say her exciting I didn't yeah, just like, like they messaged me like you said this guys interject Rosie's so obsessed now with being told by people who follow us that she's revealed the sex of the baby that I just hear the little screenshot noise on her phone really late at night when I'm trying to sleep right yeah. and, I, and I go you're screenshotting one aren't you yeah. a comment and she's like yeah yeah. It's going into my folder. Because I've got out. Hang on, let me count how many I've got. One, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen at the moment. That's just what I've screenshotted. Can't be bothered to like go through them anymore. But also, bold to assume we know the sex of our baby. I know. So they're all different. People have been saying I've said he, people have said I've said she. So I got these comments on my videos saying, Oh, you said he, you said she. And I wrote back saying, Oh, no, I didn't. I this is this is what I said. You know, I I know what I said. And we edit the videos and watch them back and upload them. So we, we know what we said. It wasn't live, blah, blah, blah. And then people have literally wrote back to me going, no, you said this at this point. Like, and they've put like the timestamp. And what's crazy, they've said, no, no, no. If you look, the captions on YouTube say you said she or he. Yeah. And, and it's like, sorry. And I'm like, okay, tell me, what, tell me what I said then. You know best. <laughs> yeah, I guess you know then. Well, great, yeah. good for and, you. <laughs> and it's been what I didn't predict to be one of the most 
frustrating, irritating parts of being pregnant is people telling me that I've revealed a gender, which I haven't. And it's just so annoying because it's such a trivial nothing thing that I don't care about. It's like a minor irritation. But, you know, it would be like, you know, if someone has soggy sleeves for their entire life or, like, you know, their one shoelace just kept coming undone. Soggy it's like, sleeves! Yeah, it's such a minor... Do you know what I mean? No, soggy sleeves really annoy me. Or, like, if you had one itch and you just couldn't quite get there. Oh, don't. It's, it's like that. It's like, it's it. not a big deal. It's such a um, nothing problem. But when you're hot and pregnant and, you know, acid reflux magma in your mouth, I don't understand why you're so obsessed with, no offence, the genitals of my baby. Yeah, what I know. does also, it especially, matter? Especially as we, you and me, are, are just so happy to have a healthy baby. Like, mm-hmm. we, we honestly genuinely have zero preference. Like, we just mm-hmm. don't care. So, I've got a tweet here. This tweet is from Mona, who has a random thought. And uh, Mona says, We know there are midwives. Uh, if a man wants to work as a midwife, would they be called mid-husband? What about doulas? Are they doulos? Um, so it's a good question, actually. It's a really good question. Because there I, are male midwives, of course. There must be. Yeah, there are, of course. Because there are male nurses, and that stereotypically yeah. was a woman's that's, in quote That's a really interesting job. one, because normally it's the way around, where like um, we're becoming better and not saying things like air hostess. What do you say, Esteward, though? Air stewards, yeah. Esteward. And you don't say actress anymore. You say actor just for everyone. So that is a very outdated... I, do you know, I was thinking about this the other day because when we were having our antenatal class, um, obviously, you know, the host of the antenatal class was like, you know, when your midwives come, she, 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 she. Mm. And I was thinking, well, you know, w- w- it's not exclusively um, a woman's role to be a midwife. But it's a really good question. And I think that, you know, it's not really something that's encouraged for men to become so maybe a lot of men feel like they can't do it, perhaps. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's a heavily female-dominated field. Right. Yeah, I read a little bit about this. I think it might be because um actually the history of midwifery has been predominantly female, but that was actually not a good thing. It was because midwives used to get the blame for everything. So if um it, like this is like way back when mm. they used to call midwives witches, obviously if women were like educated, mm. you know, it, it was seen <laughs> as a scary thing. What a threat. Uh, yeah, and it was it was threatening to people, right? And so um I heard that if you if anyone ever happened to have a baby with issues like say it came out um deformed or any kind of problems they would blame the midwife and say oh you're a witch you've put a curse on the baby right. and so stuff like that so wit- uh, midwife as a witch midwives actually had a really hard time historically um so yeah it is as far as i'm aware historically a female uh based profession i'm not saying men can't do it they definitely can and i wouldn't mind a male midwife whatever they're called yeah, the wife and the husband thing is It's weird though, outdated, isn't it? That's right? really outdated. You you'd think by now that would have changed to be mm-hmm. like um just like a like a like a pregnancy assistant, but something better than that. Mm. Can a man be a doula? Because isn't a doula supposed to be someone who has or is they're supposed to be someone who's given birth. So I suppose you could have um trans men or yeah. but but maybe if someone just thought that you're the most supportive person yeah. who happens to be a man and you're who I want there maybe they could be a doula it's really do you know what was that Mona who said that yeah. I think it's a really interesting discussion I do too and uh, maybe we should um, try and get a male midwife I do think we should show. I do think that the term midwife needs to go yeah I do because that's very exclusive you yes. know and I, I don't see why it should still be in existence really uh, and they've been updating things like um, uh, guides for birth Birthing yeah. people, All right? The they say birthing partner, birthing person, birthing people, because there's, there's, we, you know, we shouldn't just rely on the old father, mother, you know, you know, not prescribe to any yeah. of those. Um, so, so why not for the caregivers, for the mid? 
people. Right. I think we should try and think of a new term for a midwife. One that's way more inclusive than a midwife. Yeah. Like, you know, vaginal overseer. Or like, <laughs> or like you know, um, birth pool lifeguard. Oh my God, that's fantastic. Yeah, isn't it? Birth pool yeah, lifeguard is fantastic. But yeah. what if you're not in the birthing pool? Okay. Or birth bed... Um, Oh, what are they called in hotels and they make they butler. turn down service like <laughs> birth bed butler <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. but then you could give birth anywhere let's think, let's think also let's think. we do need a name for this because for example as well if you're in a straight relationship and you don't get to hospital in time and your husband delivers the baby mm. what's their name that's but, a really good that's know, a like, really good question what's... okay um I'm, gonna, I'm, th- I'm thinking more I'm thinking okay more. i'm looking at where the mid comes in midwife it said the prefix mid is probably the Middle English preposition and adverb mid, meaning together with. So midwife literally means with woman, like as in so a like woman who is with another woman and assists during birth. Hmm. Should we just call them birthing assistants? There you go. Birthing assistants. That's, I mean, it's a bit clinical. I mean, it's a, it's a bit standard. It's not very jazzy, right, is if it? If I was a midwife then, or right. a birth <laughs> right. midwife, I'd have to jazz that up a bit. Life like, giver. I'd be like... I'm your like fancy birthing assistant. Like <laughs> I'm, the, I'm not like a regular birthing assistant. I'm a cool birthing assistant. Like, <laughs> like a fairy godmother. Yeah, fairy yeah, godmother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's cute. Oh no, that's mother. That's mother. Yeah. Oh. So Gladiator says on Twitter, great name by the way. Um, how are the grandparents doing, and all the aunts and uncles to be? So. Oh dear. And they said, they've also said, will this be the first grandchild? So, for you, yes. It's going to be the first grandchild for my parents. It's going to be the third grandchild for your mum. Yeah. Um, so, basically, Rosie and I think we've kind of settled on a name, which, by the way, happens to be completely gender neutral. Yeah. Um, and I was quite nervous because basically we had this other name and we realised that it was too boring for our child. And we were like, no, no, it's too boring. And then we were like, oh, we can't people please, blah, blah, blah. And then we were like, oh, what about this really cool, funky name that we happen to really like? And then I was like, do you know what, Rosie? I do really like it, but I'm really nervous to tell my mum and dad. We came up with it together and it has meaning. And um, the whole name, middle name, first name. Yeah. And then obviously it's just got the last name. It, yeah. It's all gender neutral. <laughs> it doesn't matter if the baby's a boy or a girl. We would call it the same name. Yeah. And I was really so hoping, I was really hoping that my mum and dad would be, my dad was actually really great. He was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And he wasn't like either for or against but he seemed really like level-headed and like cool about the whole thing and then he went and told my mum because I couldn't do it face to face and then she like texts me like well it has nothing to do with your father and I what we, what you call your baby <laughs> but have you thought about calling your baby the middle name and I was like okay okay just stop okay just stop and it's just like one of those situations where I was so excited about the name and I'm still really excited about the name but you know when people obviously you just know someone doesn't like it so we knew basically we couldn't work out how out there this name was that we've come up we were like actually is it just like fine or is it really crazy so I actually had to ask my friend who's a primary school teacher and I said look um who also named they've just had a baby and they named it not like a crazy name I'll say they they named their baby Persephone uh which is like a Greek mythology it's the queen of the underworld pretty sure um yeah she's amazing she had the pomegranate seeds it's the one Greek mythology I know and so I was like I'm considering naming my baby this will it get bullied in school you'd know you're a teacher (laughs) and you know how did you go about naming your baby Persephone and my friend was like, you know what? My dad hated the name. And I told him when I was pregnant, he hated the name. I still named it, you know, Persephone. 
And um, she was like, you know, I don't think your baby will get bullied. I think it's a cool name. So that was good. But like, it's a difficult one because on the one hand, we're adults, right? We can name our baby whatever we want. We're, it just shouldn't matter other people's opinion. It's not their baby. It's our baby. Yeah, can I say something though? I've got to interject because I've actually got a real problem with one thing about this whole story, right? I hate when someone says, oh, will my baby get bullied? And for that reason, should I not call it what I want to call it? You know, I see what you're like, saying. You're saying if the children are going to bully, they're going to bully. And yeah, it's don't, not your don't fault. Don't fucking bully but People. Also, can I say, have you ever known anyone ever in their life to be bullied for a name? I've been to school, <laughs> you know, well, for years. Rosie, I'm called Rose Dix, who likes women. Oh, yeah. The other day I was like, shit, I need to get my stuff in order. Where am I going to put the dogs if you have a home birth? Yeah. Are they going to be there? Also, where do I get my pool from and how long will it take to fill up? And how long do I, I need to have water in it in case you go into labour? Right, so when I couldn't sleep in the middle of the night, I had to Google how the fuck do you fill up a pool birthing right. pool and you have to get a special <laughs> hose guys a special one you can't use your garden hose right. um and i don't know why i don't know why i guess it's bacteria, bacteria. Yeah. yeah um so and then you like attach it to a tap and there's certain rooms it has to <laughs> be five in. weeks later it's full <laughs> but also um they don't let you fill it up too soon because it'll go cold real yeah, quick how do, you, how do you keep it warm um you don't you have to fill it up right before and so some people miss their opportunity right. Um, that seems and it like, takes a long time to fill up because also, obviously it's a big pool, they're right? They're so expensive too. They, they are, are expensive. quite expensive. And my midwife said to me, if you do, uh, I, if you are allowed a home birth, she said, you'll probably have to buy a pool it, because most people rent them. But because of COVID, yeah. more people are having home births, which is great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was like, but yeah, so they're all... Yeah. Well, we can just turn it into like a doggy paddling pool. Yeah, I'll just keep it for the next Multiple time. Multiple use. And uh, the midwife says, uh, all you need is a birthing pool and a sieve. And the sieve is to sieve out the poo. Why do you always bring up the poo? Why are you so obsessed with it? Makes it? me feel comfortable. Do you know? I asked my mum. I said, "Mum, honest, honest conversation, one on one. Did you poo in any of your three pregnancies?" And she went, "No, I didn't." And I was like, "Of course you, of course didn't. you, didn't. of course you didn't." Miss BBC, what is it? Nineteen. <laughs> Miss BBC, nineteen eighty-five. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I'm not bothered about the poo, Rose. I'd just be bothered <laughs> if you're like, oh. Get the sieve, subtly. Oh my god, yeah. Like I, if you're you annoying, me, I'll be like nothing to see here, everyone. Pregnancy, am I right? Yeah, just oh, you're gonna annoy me. You'll tell me afterwards. Oh, don't, because my biggest fear is that I will let you down, and that brings me to my next point. Right. Like, who's going to be there at the right. birth? So, so genuinely, we don't know what to do. So, my mum trained, fun fact, to be a midwife, but she didn't finish her training. So she's like a half midwife. Ah. Um, so she's got. Train, she's, she's genuinely had, a midwife. Yes, she is a midwife, <laughs> yeah. mid midwife. And um, also, she's birthed five children, all uh, vaginally. Um, She had one epidural. And she also, she's birthed them in in different stages of her life because she birthed in the 80s and the 90s. And then she randomly gave birth to my uh, siblings in the 2000s. So... Um, she's birthed kind of in all kind of situations, all different. Had, so had the to work. say, she is experienced. She's an experienced birther. Right. Um, and um, she's she, kindly offered to yeah. be at the home she birth. She wants to be at the which, home birth. on one hand, I'm like, yes, that's perfect for me because mm-hmm. I need someone with experience, mm-hmm. someone to help her because she's so lovely. She's and like, she's very she's practical. very practical. She was like, I'll take the dogs out. I'll get everyone food and drink. I'll just be there to assist. And I was like, this is great. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm like, does that put me at a disadvantage? Because will that make me naturally step down? a little bit and will it put me into child mode and will it put you into child mode um, exactly so I originally I I was originally like yeah come over and then um, I watched some other YouTubers give birth and it was just the two of them and they had a terrible time they had terrible complications they had preeclampsia they had emergency operations there was also a problem with the baby they're all fine now all of them fine now and uh, they went for it all together as a couple and you know I felt like 
they have a really strong relationship, which yeah. I feel we have. Yeah. And then I thought, is is it something we should do as a couple? You know, and also I worry that if anyone said anything to annoy me, and I'm not easily annoyed, but I think when you're giving really? birth, <laughs> yeah, when, when, when you're giving birth, you know, and like people are annoying, aren't yeah, they? Like yeah. you, you get like I've heard of women saying like you did this to me to the husband. Oh and, God, Rosie, I'm yeah. so scared I'm going to annoy people you. People get stressed that you know you're in pain, and people are snappy in pain. Yeah. I don't want to. I can't be bothered to worry about any tension or anything. Um, I I spoke to my mum and I said, um, you know, what if I want you to get out the room? She was like, then I'll get out the room. But I was like, will you? Because <laughs> I know she really wants to, you know. Oh, no, and then she's... my mum was like, you know, I'll pick up Isabel, that's my sister, and we'll come on over. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not a party, okay? All right? It's not a party. We have two midwives when you give birth at home. You yeah. have two of them. It's going to be... So I'm not having like... Six, six of us in total. That's a dog, lot of people. Yeah. But I do think your mum has a point because I was like, right, let's get rid of the dogs. Let's put them in the kennels for like two days just so we can acclimatise yeah. the baby. But then I thought, no, if you have a home birth wouldn't it be really good for the dogs to see what was happening and where yeah. this child was coming from and to introduce themselves so that they know way it's my litter. so they know it's your litter exactly but then it's funny because like your mum's like um a couple of weeks before you're due put them in the kennels which i totally understand why as well because you're meant to really really relax and they aren't the most relaxed no. dogs in the world no. are they? and then my mum's like no have the dogs there yeah. bring us about around the I'll neighbors over yeah. so so everyone's got such a different plan and so now we're I confused think, but this is what this is the thing about me I'm like I, I find it so hard to make a decision mm. and so I don't know what to do so we're kind of playing it by ear so this is what I think you should do I think you should just wait till you go into labour see how your labour progresses mm. and make a decision then because you do have yeah. a lot of time you know you, you have at least what thir- possibly th- between 18 and 30 hours yeah. maybe longer you have like a day before going into active labour so you yeah. do have time I said to Rose and she was so mean about it at first but now <laughs> She totally gets it. We were sat in bed, so I went, Rose, how shall I have my hair for the birth? (laughs) And Rose was like, oh, fuck off. But actually, (laughs) when I explained my reasoning, she completely got it. Because Rose is OCD, right? Mm. And she has a fear of flying. Terrible fear of flying. terrible. You need to get it sorted. I know that. I know I'm troubled. So most flights, she cries. I don't cry. I don't eat and I have a panic attack. You do cry. I I don't remember France when there was that sheet lightning. I thought I was in a disaster movie. And I just don't care. I like fall asleep as soon as I get on the plane. I'm like, great. (laughs) Before we even get into the air, you're Yeah, we'll be on the ground I'm like, are we flying? You'll and be snoring like, no. and drooling. I'm like, fuck off. I just find planes really relaxing. But the point is, I have to go onto a plane controlling what I can control because I'm so out of control. You can't fly the plane. So I have to have new shoes. I'm not even joking. New shoes and a new outfit that's never been worn. And if I have anything... Crystal white shoes. Uh, crystal, literally, the sparkliest shoes. If I have an oil mark down me, I will die on that plane. Mm-hmm. So I can't do that. She'd, if she got a mark on her, she'd buy a new top in the airport. Yeah, yeah, I would. Outfit. I'd have to. Yeah. But so I understand that your need for control, you can't control much about your birth apart from the fact that you're going to experience it, whatever so happens. I want to look good. I get it, man. I get it. Right. So now I understand. Yes, did I take the piss at first? Yeah, I did. But now you get it. Yeah, I get it. So how shall I have my hair, guys? Yeah. Um, PG <laughs> Because I want it to be practical but cute, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to buy... Well, I haven't spoken to Rose about this, but oh, she what? might... She, maybe you could buy me some nice new earrings. You want earrings? You're just something a bit sparkly. And then um, I've got a really nice, like, pink lacy bralette. And then I've got this, like, silky gown to you wear You said this to your mum and your mum was like, you're not going to give a shit what you wear. It's going to get covered in poo and blood. And I was like, oh, thanks, Louise. Your mum was like, it'll get ruined. But I'm like, but 
first, I'll look good. <laughs> and I, I'm already thinking I need to get some waterproof mascara, some setting spray. What am I wearing? Does it matter? <laughs> well, I want us to look amazing. I do too. I've actually got a really nice pair of like sportsy, like designer joggers that I really want to wear. Yeah. That'll get covered in shit. So I'm wear really them. excited. Yeah, I will. You'll be hopping in the pool with me. Yeah. Can we talk about this for one second? What? Because you like... You want to go in the poo-poo pool? No I, will, no, I do not want to go in the poo-poo pool. But also, like, what am I going to wear? Like a wetsuit? I don't want to be in my bikini. No offence. There um, will be people Well, just looking. wear leggings and get them wet. Yeah, right, then I will. Yeah. And your mum was like, what you want to do, Rose, is get in the pool and have Rosie between your legs and you can hold the bit. And I was like, it's not a photo shoot. Like, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Do you really want me in the pool with you? Yeah, I do. I get cold very easily. Are you kidding? <laughs> I want you in the pool with me. I don't think you will. I think you're going to... I no want offense. I think a massage. The way you're carrying, you're going to be the size of the pool, Rosie. You sure oh. you've got one in there? Okay, so that was this week's episode. I really enjoyed it, looking at all your hashtags, um, bitching about you all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> our favourite thing to do. <laughs> yeah, talking about our plans for the birth. Um, now, next week, uh, the episode isn't about us. It's not about you guys. It's for our baby. We're going to be sending a message to our baby. Rose and I are going to write a message to our baby, not look at them, <laughs> so we won't know what we're saying. And you can just kind of listen in like, in, like a fly on the wall. I hate that saying, because who wants to be a fly on the wall? But... Like a secret earpiece on the wall. Right, got it. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so tune in next week. We'll be talking to our baby. And um, yeah, we'll see you next time. Rose and Rosie Parental Guidance is a Spotify original from BBC Studios. It's produced by Leila Navavi. The executive producers are Rihanna Coleman and James Cater for Spotify and Julie McKenzie for BBC Studios. To never miss an episode, make sure you're following Rose and Rosie Parental Guidance on Spotify and to join in the conversation, use the hashtag Rose and Rosie PG. See you next time. <laughs>